Welcome to the Show Me Education podcast. Join us as we share best practices and show you the amazing and meaningful work of educators across Missouri and beyond. The mission of the Show Me Education podcast is to share stories that resonate with you and allow you to walk away feeling energized and inspired to improve education in your own community. Thank you for tuning in and enjoy the learning. Hello there, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Show Me Education podcast. My name is Jonathan Lee, and I am one of the core team members of this show. This episode is another one of the DCI Summit Showcase District Conversations. So I'm not exactly sure where this conversation will fall in the list of four that we have. We're still compiling them as I record this opening. But we had four great conversations with four different districts who presented at the DCI Summit. And if you're not familiar, DCI stands for District Continuous Improvement. And each year we have a little gathering summit, if you will. And we do some learning together. We do some sharing. We do some discussion around great practices and how they benefit our district. And there's some tips and tricks on how to implement those within our district. And so I had the pleasure of sitting down with Neelyville and four of their leadership team members who were at the conference. And they presented a session titled Believe in the Journey. And I mentioned in the episode, but I got quite a few comments about, I can't remember the name of that school, but there was this, and they talked about the Believe in the Journey, and I said, that was Neelyville. Like, oh yeah, that was it, that's it. Uh, And so they really enjoyed what they had to talk about, and so I was really happy to sit down with them and and hear um, the summary and an explanation of what they shared and and how that was beneficial uh, to other districts and the people that that participated uh, in their session. So I'll talk about my takeaways after you hear the episode, but a lot of great things in there. So before we get into the episode, I do want to remind you to follow us on social media. Head out to that Twitter, the Facebook, and search Show Me Education. Find us, follow us, post, tweet at us, hashtag Show Me EDU. And we love to have that conversation. Keep these conversations going. What are you doing well? What did you take away from what you heard? Um, what do you have questions about? Maybe we can create a future episode. So uh, if you head over to our website, the bit.ly uh, is show me to you, bit.ly slash show me to you, and you can connect with us. And there's multiple ways to communicate with us. We've got a Voxer channel set up. We've got Flipgrid set up, and we've got um, a sound pipe or speak pipe up as well so plenty of ways for you to connect with us let us know how we're doing and share future ideas if you're listening to this you can also just hit the subscribe button right there on your apple podcast or google podcast or wherever you happen to be getting your podcast from that will ensure that you get up-to-date information all podcasts coming out these four conversations are coming out weekly so one a week for four weeks After this little mini-series is over, we'll go back to our normal every-other-week schedule. But we have some great schools 
and we want to get that information to you right around the beginning of the school year. So that's why we're coming out a week at a time. So that's enough for me. You're tired of hearing from me, so I understand that. Let's get right into the awesome work that Neelyville is doing and hear about what they have to say about believing in the journey. Enjoy. everyone welcome to another episode and i'm here with another awesome school neelyville is going to talk about their journey as well and so my name is jonathan lee i am one of the uh co-hosts of the show and i'm gonna have neelyville introduce themselves uh who do i have with me right now um i am tracy reinbach the upcoming curriculum director for our district and i'm lisa french i teach 7th through 12th grade art at neelyville I'm Heather Black, the uh, passing the torch as the curriculum director and moving into the superintendent position. Uh, Tammy Spencer, high school science. Awesome. Well, welcome all of you. So before we get started, can can one of you give us a little overview of Neelyville? Where are you? What size are you? So everybody kind of get an idea. We are a very small rural school district in um, southeast Missouri, um, seven miles from the Arkansas border. We have approximately 620 students uh, across um, three buildings, early childhood through second grade, third through sixth grade, and junior high and high school are together. We are about 65 to 70% free and reduced. Um, So we are very, we're very rural, but we um, have little and do a lot with what we have. Awesome. Great. Thank you. So we're at this District Continuous Improvement Summit, and yesterday, we had a lot of presentations around um, steel wall practices. We had a lot of districts come in, and obviously you were one of them. So if you would, just kind of give us a quick synopsis or summary of what you presented on um, for our audience. Um, so yesterday, our, pre- our presentation was titled Believe in the Journey. Um, our DCI journey um, began about three or four years ago, and as we all know, Um, We had a little bit of a two-year interruption. Um, So really, the the heart of our work um, really began this past year. And we kind of went um, headfirst into DACL and saw a few few struggles. And um, from this conference, we've learned that DACL's not not a one-year process. And so... Um, that was good feedback to get from um, those who attended our session. But so we talked a little bit about um, what the struggles that we had and and some of the things we did in the way that we structured our our teams, our collaborative teams, and then our our department teams, our building teams, the way that we structured our leadership, our district leadership team. And one of the big things for our district was. Um, to really start to build district-wide. Previously, we collaborated, but it was really just in each building. So this was um, a big step for us. So I will tell you that we've done um, a few of these interviews already, and that presentation title has come up twice already. They really had great takeaways from that, and they really loved hearing your story. So kudos on on that. Well, thank you. Awesome. So let's dive into that a little bit. So you said that DACL is not a one-year thing, uh, which I think I would agree. So first, can you explain kind of a little bit what DACL is? Because, you know, we do have folks who are outside of DCI that may listen to this, and outside of Missouri even. So what is it, and um, 
what were some of your struggles? Um, I'm going to let Miss um, Lisa French talk about that. <laughs> so DACL stands for Developing Assessment Capable Learners. And so what that really means is allowing the student to take control of their learning as much as possible so that they can gauge, they can know the overall goal of what they're trying to achieve and then get set some goals where they can reach it step by step to get to that final goal, but they're in charge of the process. And in doing it that way, they really learn it more thoroughly and they'll keep it with them a lot longer. So as you implemented this district-wide, mm-hmm. what were some of the challenges, the roadblocks, and you know, it's that one year, and it's, you know, I shouldn't be any surprise, really, right? But what were they? And then maybe how did you kind of are you start to overcome those? Um, I think we <laughs> each got a little different take on that. Um, I, this past year, was, um, I, I worked part-time in the high school English department and part-time in high school curriculum. Some of the things that I heard was teachers felt like they were giving up control of their lessons, of their class, and they were terrified. They were like, what what do you mean? How do I let them choose their own learning? How do I let them set their own goal? They're going to set a goal of nothing. Um, so, So the teachers were were very scared to, they felt like they were relinquished in control when in actuality they are, they are sharing the control and the student is, is then getting some ownership. And with that ownership comes more buy-in for their learning. Well, and it also allows the teacher to help in the learning process and, and continue to be lifelong learners themselves. I learned more teaching than I um, probably ever did in any university or college. I think it also, the approach also allows the students to learn in a deeper manner than what teachers initially realize. And once they see how the depth of knowledge can increase when we release some of the control to the students and let them be in charge of their learning, then that true ownership, that true growth happens and the students grow and and it's like Lisa said, they learn how to continue to grow and they learn how to continue to learn because they're not always going to have a teacher sitting right there beside them. And we want them to be successful citizens once they leave us. And that's what we're trying to do through this process. You know, a lot of times we realize that that control actually equals engagement. Because once you have more control over your path or your learning, you're automatically engaged because mm-hmm. you don't want to steer yourself off of that. Um, but when somebody else is in control, you don't tend to pay attention as much. I mean, you can always use the analogy of the passenger of a car and a driver of a car. The driver, how much you know where they're going? <laughs> Whereas a passenger, you can say, hey, you got to get there. You were here yesterday. Well, I didn't drive. I was just not paying attention. I was buying it. So I think that's a good good takeaway there. Um, what else would you like to share? Because we know we have other districts throughout the state. Uh, throughout the country that are really trying to figure out how to get started or they've hit a, they've hit a bump in the road. What, what suggestions or ideas do you have for those districts and teachers? I think the biggest thing is setting out the why at the beginning. Um, when teachers know the why, that builds starts building the buy-in. It may not be all there at the beginning. You're always going to have some that are persistent, some that are going to turn around and say, well, why to your why? 
Um, but setting out the why, setting out the non-negotiables, and setting out a structure, um, giving them a means. When Neelyville started collaboration, teacher collaboration years ago, we restructured our time schedule and gave teachers a meeting time student-free every day. Um, and then that allowed us to build that collaboration, and it's kind of evolved from that into what it looks like today. But giving teachers the tools to be successful in the process is a very important part. Well, and the world evolves and changes so quickly, there's really no better way to equip a student than to give them the tools that they need to evolve and learn quickly on their own and come up with plans and formulas to complete things. I love hearing what you said because we had an opening keynote today by uh, our commissioner, uh, state commissioner, and she talked about that that the the, uh, C star story that we all, as educators, have heard um, throwing the C stars back into the ocean. But as a department of ed, their job is to really focus on the ocean and the environment. And it sounds like it's really kind of what you guys did as an administrative team is you focus on okay, so we want our educators to be able to throw these C stars in. What do we need to do? And looking at our time, we need to reschedule our system so we can give them the time they need to do that. So that's really a a great idea. Yes. And giving them the tools, giving them the resources, giving them. We have some teams that, well, what do we put on the agenda? Well, that's where our leadership comes in and says, let me help you. These are some things that you can talk about and, and get them going, not just here, this is what we're doing and putting them out there and leaving them alone, but coaching them all the way through it. Awesome. Well, is there anything else that you want to add that maybe we have left out? Because we're going toward the end of our time here, and I don't want to keep you longer than need be. But persistence, um, letting letting your teachers know that have some honest conversations that it's not going to go away, no matter how far you push back. That as a district, you see and recognize the benefit of it, and that it's not it's going to stay it's not going to go anywhere and you can buy in and get on board with this and we'll teach you and we'll train you and we'll get you there so because ultimately we're all here for the students and when we as a district know that this is what's best for our students then we've got to get our teachers on board with that and then ultimately our students because they become in charge of their learning very well said so neely bill thank you very much for taking your time uh, coming to the summit just one but also presenting at the summit being on the panel for the summit as well we just had, uh, and then sharing your story with our audience here. So we greatly appreciate your time uh, and your dedication to your community and your students. Thank Thank you you very much for having us. Thanks so much. What a fun district to learn and grow from. I love working with this group, this group of teachers and educators. They do so much for their families and community. And I think you, I think it came across in our little conversation here. Uh, you know, I mentioned before we started that I would add, add some of my takeaways. Uh, you know, the start of the start of the episode, they talk about how DACL, developing assessment, assessment capable learners, is not a one year process. It's not something that you can say, okay, August, we're going to implement this and we'll be done in May. It is an ongoing process, and it's something that is a journey that you will go on for quite some time tweaking it and adjusting it and always getting better at it and um it's been so valuable for so many and um neelyville is definitely included on that and so talking about that um ongoing process 
some of the part that takes longer than than what's expected is um, that relinquishment of control, right? Uh, the teacher spoke to that and how um, you know it puts students in the driver's seat and puts them in control of their learning. And teachers can kind of feel that means they lose control of that. And, and to some extent, yes, but you're really going to that shared leadership of learning uh, and, and that process and getting used to what that feels like is kind of what would take that longer. Um, but again, it also helps us make get better as educators and then better as learners as well. I love how um, the superintendent, future superintendent, talked about how they needed to look at what is our environment? What is a district doing to make sure that what we want our teachers to do is successful? And they said, you know, we got to provide them with the time and the tools needed to make this possible. And so they restructured their schedule. So they had some common time to talk about things. I think that's great. It is not easy. We know this. Those listening to this episode were like, how did you do that? Um, and in, I imagine, I, I can we can double check and we can reach out again, but um, that they tweaked it and they've had to make some adjustments along the way because it's not perfect. It's an ongoing process to see see that. I think the reflective process plays a huge part in that too. So I love it. I hope you got a lot out of it too as well. Uh, please feel free to go to our show notes at bit.ly slash show me to you and you should be able to reach out to our uh, guests here connect with Neelyville and um, give them a shout out for all the cool things that they are doing for their students and community. Uh, I'll thank them one more time. Thank you. I can't wait to come down and see you all again. And uh, until our next episode, everybody have a great one. Thank you for listening to the Show Me Education Podcast. Be sure to share your learning from the show with others. The Show Me Education Podcast is a collaborative project between the Regional Professional Development Centers of Missouri with a vision of sharing best practices and showing you the amazing and meaningful work of educators across Missouri and beyond. Please subscribe to the show to catch all the wonderful content coming your way. Thank you.